Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and with me today to review the stardom Hiroshima Goddess Festival is none other than Peps. Peps, how you doing? Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm glad to be here again, even if it's like, you know, another Micah big match that she's losing. But how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, you know, the moment the match was announced, it became pretty clear who I was having on the show. Um, not because, you know, not because she was losing, but just because a big match is always worth talking about. And I'm always happy to have people who whose favorites are in main events on to discuss it because I think it does bring a bigger uh, and better um, vision of how you saw the matches compared to, you know, some other people whose number one may not be like it. But Hiroshima Goddess Festival, of course, aired today. So we're getting this review right in it's just a few hours later. Um, I slept very little. Peps took a nap. We're all we're all doing great here. Um, but overall, before we get into the matches and everything, how did you like the show? Um, I actually thought it was like from from like overall one of the best starting papers of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Like normally, the, the starting papers have like as undercut as kind of solid, but I mean here you had. From the from Himeka versus Unimon on like only good matches. Yeah, I mean besides the SWA title match, but but mm, I think Mayu's performance was like that great that you still can count it in. Yeah, we saw a miracle there. We saw a miracle. Well, yeah. expected miracle, but a miracle nonetheless. But I, I'm right there with you. Um, in terms of a card top to bottom, this is one of the absolute best uh, you had. He had great matches from pretty much the very beginning to the very end. Um, and that is something I'll never complain about if I can avoid filler tags as much as I can. And even the fillers trios match on this show uh, showed up big time. So yes, we really uh, appreciate the efforts here of this roster. Um, not surprising, of course, when we get to the, um, the next pay-per-view and we talk about that at the end. People are going to think this is like nothing compared to that, but that's not fair. That's not fair because this was a great show. Uh, so let's start at the top. Uh, we're not talking the pre-show match. Azumi won in five minutes. Momokogo missed the show due to poor physical condition. Um, I think she tweeted out something, but I forgot to read it. Sounds yeah. like she'll be okay. Sounds like Peach Rock will get to start very soon in the tournament, um, which is very important, of course, but she had a missed show, so it became a fail five way. And Azumi, out of the five, obviously was your winner. I'm assuming you don't have thoughts on this match. No, um, Azumi won like expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes the the very predictable winner needs to win, and this was one of those times. Uh, after all, she is the champion. Um, all right, so the, the opening match was FWC, Hazuki, and Koguma defeating Saki Kashima and Ruaka. Um, this was interesting only because this match wasn't originally set. Um, it was originally a gauntlet tag to open up this uh, show with, I think, Yuna versus Hameka really set to be like the uh, initial show opener. Yeah, They switched this. They move FWC and Saki and Ruaka into a normal tag. And, you know, it wasn't anything special, 
But I think having FWC kind of be the openers to a show is not a bad idea, especially when they have nothing to do because they bring such a good energy in their matches, no matter who they're facing. Yes, of course, if they were facing like Maihime, this would have been spectacular, but I didn't really expect that. Um, I, expe- I got exactly what I expected. Uh, fun little match. Good way to start the show. Yeah, um, nothing surprising here. I mean, FWC work together really good, like always. I mean, the ODA the Thai do their job. Um, Saki getting pinned again is not really a surprise, considering she's getting pinned in every match she's losing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like payback for her impressive five-star where she beat all the favorites. They're like, yeah, now you're <laughs> Now, now you're, you're back here to losing again. And then she's facing Mayu again and wins, like always. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Um that is that is the fun of Saki Kashima. She can be she can be great when she wants to, she can lose when she wants to, and she can win when she wants to. Um truly one of the best uh people just to have on your roster. But let's get to what I think is just pretty much the real card from here on out. Uh we had Hameka defeating Yuna Mizumori in a singles match, a special singles match. Um, I remember when this match was announced, it was kind of just like, oh, uh, all right, cool. Uh, if you've seen Yuna Mizumori, not in stardom, but, you know, actually as a wrestler in the likes of Gato Move, um, you know that she had the skill to have a match like this. Um, I think a lot of people kind of just saw her, whether it was at the New Blood show or, you know, as Passion Mask and just kind of, <laughs> pushed her off in a lot of ways but i always you know as as any joshi fan would you know you you kind of go out of your way to find matches where she works her best and of course that match with may saruga from uh, a few months ago is oh, maybe yes. her very best um which is a match i recommended to as many people as possible yeah. but this was one of the best matches i've seen yuna have make has been on fire uh, for the past really month, she has just been having one of her best runs, whether it's been going against Micah, teaming with Micah, uh, having these big singles matches against Tommy, and um, now this one with Yuna. She's been on fire. It's been a good we- uh, good month for DDM as a whole. Um, this match involves some great moments with the Lariat by Yuna Mizumori being the highlight for me, where she absolutely mm-hmm. Folded Hameka, but a uh, really, really good match. And I think this is the match that people will uh, start to like Yuna and understand what she brings to the table. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I think the moment that got announced, I mean, I think it's just a matter of time till she joins either a, st- a stable or she joins Stardom because, I mean, I think Rossi clearly likes her because otherwise they wouldn't, like, you know, bring her into Dad show. And she did really well here. I mean, um, she she started to like like have a cool entrance and have a great performance. Even she did like moves that didn't even fit into a, like a wrestling ring. Like right. um, the, the moves she like did sometimes were like designed for the Ichigawa um, Joker, the, the Joker program venue. And like I don't know, it just she just did it like randomly in the in the ring and was like, oh cool, and it worked out sure. well. Yeah, exactly. Um... To me, it's it's exciting because I do think she would be a good part of this roster if she were to join. And 
it's not like she's taking a bunch of bookings outside of yeah. stardom. So it kind of feels like we're leaning that way, but there was no sign of that after this match. Yeah. Um, but she definitely had a match that made her some new fans. Um, I didn't realize she is, um, I think she's 33, 32. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought she was younger, but not that it really matters. Um, I always thought Cosmic Angels was the spot for her once, you know, they had that tag match at yeah, correct. New Blood. So it makes even more sense now. Um, if yeah, that's it definitely the way they like, go, like, then great. It felt like a tryout match maybe for her, mm. like especially mm-hmm. if they gave you Mecca. Mecca is at her best if she can like just um if she can like just bounce off people with her lariats and her pounds. Right. It, it worked well against Micah. It works really well against Utami. And I mean with Mizuna uh, Mizumori, it's not different. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I think it's I think it showed here. Um just really, really good match. Definitely worth checking out. I thought it was the first match of the night. Uh, worth your time if you're if you're listening to this and looking for recommendations because you don't want to watch the whole show. That is the first to check out. Um, and speaking of matches worth checking out, matches exceeding expectations. We had Utami Hashida versus Natsuko Tora in the revenge match. Of course, Natsuko Tora injuring herself last year during their title match. She returns at the five-star Grand Prix final, lays out Utami, and makes it clear that she wants a singles match. And, you know, if we were to base it off of Natsuko Tora's return in her, what, two matches before this, I'm not saying she looked bad or anything, but she definitely opened eyes here in this match. Uh, how did you like this one, and how did you like Tora's performance as she kind of, you know, went away from the Oedo tie heel stuff and just, you know, went in there and wrestled? Yeah, I, I think that was the most important part because otherwise, you know, I think it was like to show, okay, that's, you know, that's not Tora. That is what she can do after injury. I mean, in the first two matches, it looked like, yeah, she is still, you know, not at 100%. And I'm sure she's still not. But, you know, she just gave you everything. And that match just felt like a big match from the very beginning with, with the promo package, with, with the entrance of Tora, with the, with the black rose in the, in the new rope she had. I mean, Utami's godlike entrance is, you know, always something else. And the match also was kind of like, like built up like their um, Red Belt title match besides interferences because it started a bit slow. And it went to the outside um, in the mm. in the red belt match. Um, Natsukotora did a splash and then jumped off the the the, the ring and injured her knee. Here it was yep. um, Utami doing the splash, which is really rare. I've never seen her splash before. I think. No, no. <laughs> um, I, when she was going up to that rope, I was like, "Oh, someone's gonna stop her. Oedotai's gonna stop her." And then she jumped, yeah. and no one stopped her. I was like, "Oh, all right, all right, cool." <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, and then they went into the ring and finished the match. I mean, Utami yeah. won clean in like 10, 12 minutes, something like that. Yeah. It, it um, was a good pace. Yeah. Good, yeah. It, it was like like perfectly, perfectly paced. And it was like, yeah. I think the perfect big first singles comeback match for Natsukotora. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that the thing is, I would say now I'm hyped for her future, but I know she's uh, she's in attack and she's just getting DQ'd in like half of her match. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the interesting way of looking at this because it, it, the way the moment the match ended, you kind of had to be nothing but amped for 
the future of Torah because we've we've dealt with pretty much two two and a half years of her not just being the wrestler version of her, but being the heel leader, you know, uh, for for the New Japan fans, New Japan fans out there, you know, kind of like the House of Torture in a lot of ways. That's kind of how she wrestled her matches. Uh, just a lot of heel shenanigans, and we see it in all the way to time matches. But I always thought that Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe did a really good job in their matches of kind of only blending it in, so it didn't really take away. Um, which we'll get to later uh, because it's a little thing that they do. But this was this felt like she went out there to prove herself, to prove that she could beat Utami. Of course, she didn't. But it's okay because she put on a great performance. Um, you know, I, I I said when it was over, I was like, there is no one. You could be the biggest Natsuka Tora fan in the world. There is not a shot you expected this to happen in her first singles match back. Um, she looked great in there uh, because also, you know, when she came back, it looked like she was a little, yeah, she wasn't confident in that leg as normal person shouldn't be right when they get back in the ring just because it's a it's a comfort level thing she had a gnarly uh, injury but yeah she was you would have thought she was going for uh months now she looked great in this match um she you know she came up in defeat but i want to give credit to tommy as well who i think has re she's flipped the switch once again and we know why but she has flipped the switch once again to being the Utami of of her championship reign. And I think she's done a lot in this year, despite not being a main focal point of improving. <laughs> that, that's like hilarious. Like like they totally wrote her out out of every storyline. Just oh, to yeah. say, yeah, she can save her body. <laughs> and oh, she's yeah. still like out there doing like like some of her best work in, in the yep. in, like in the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just amazing. Um there's nothing else you can say about her at oh, this point. She- She's reached the the Mayu Yutani tier of she may not have anything to do, but when she do, the moment she does get something to do, she delivers. Uh, she gives you just fantastic outings, and it's funny because they both kind of had nothing super to do. So that final match um, in the uh, WGP Women's Title tur- uh, tournament on their bra- on their side of the bracket was just like the perfect moment for them both to go out there and show what they've been holding in all year. Uh, but Utami has reached that level. I think Utami is better now than she was when she lost the title. And uh, the, the dangerous that's thing saying is a lot. she's not near 100%. <laughs> oh, I know. That's the crazy part. She that, still has so like, much potential as a wrestler. She's If she like gets the final things together and improves a bit more like in the ring, how yeah. she pays her match, whatever, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sound, yeah. But if she like like really improves every every like weakness every few weaknesses she yeah. has, it's not much. Then yeah, Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah. she, uh, Utami in her prime can be one of the best wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding here. Um, the I mean the, the, the match Okada Shuri, comparisons make sense. <laughs> the, the, the Okada comparison makes sense. I mean the, the matches versus Shuri yeah. showed it how how amazing she can be. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. have another one coming up. <laughs> oh, I know. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, but what she's done, I mean, in her matches, is she's starting to fill in those slow gaps that I always thought she was up and down on in her t- up in slow gaps, aka the gaps that didn't affect her title matches all that much because they were still, you know, 
phenomenal th- matches, but it's those little things for when you don't have the world title that you notice it a little extra. Um, and and she's killing it. I I'm happy she has a story to go to. You know, when this match ended, I was like, oh, they're heating her up for a big yeah. match. And I was it, it was for me it was either a world title match with Sherry if they were going to squeeze it in, which we know they are, or the IWGP Women's Title match at Wrestle Kingdom. That was my other um, guess. And it could still be that. I'm not saying it can't be that too, but uh, definitely has felt like in recent. Uh, Recent months with the five star and all these big wins and big matches, Utami has gone back to that championship level, and you kind of feel it in her presence as well. Uh, but this match with Tora, awesome stuff. Uh, definitely go check it out. Um, let's move on here to the return of Konami. She teamed with Mirai and Ami Sarai of God's Eye to take on the DDM team of Julia, Tekla, and my Sakurai. And you want to talk about people that just show up, you know, when they feel like it and don't miss a beat. That is Konami. <laughs> this She wrestled one week this entire month. Uh, not month, year. One week this entire year. Golden week. She, she hasn't wrestled that. Otherwise, you know, maybe she's training. That's fine. But there's something about being in the ring and having rust and not having rust. She has no rust. She has... Zero rest. She has all the chemistry in the world with Julia still, which isn't too shocking uh, because I think they have phenomenal chemistry, um, as we saw last year in that match. But, oh, my God, this was so much fun. Everything about this trios match was fun because you look at the match, you're like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. It's a trios match. You know, you got Julia in there. You got Konami. You got Mariah, Saray, Tekla, Sakurai. It's like, you know, what am I going to expect? I thought they kicked ass. I thought this was so much fun. It, you know, it, it was a buffer between the the previous two singles matches and the title matches. Yeah, but it was great. It was great. Um, it was one of my most. Uh, I, I enjoyed this match, um, in, a lot from this car, and I enjoyed majority of them, anyways. But Konami absolutely sp- spiked Julia with a German <laughs> suplex from the middle rope, and I was like, oh, all right cool that, that's what we're doing today all right sounds good um they those two close out the match great i was like you know i know konami's not sticking around but this would be a great rivalry just to keep going to and they will they will because every time konami comes back she's facing julia but i thought the match was incredibly entertaining and perfectly spotted on this card yeah um it, it just just i mean konami and julia have a lot of fun in the ring with, with each other and obviously chemistry. Um, I hope we get to see the red belt match. I don't think we will, but maybe Konami decides, yeah, okay, I'm coming back like six months again, Julia, yeah. be ready, and then just to have a 20-minute match, and then <laughs> Konami's gonna get another 20, yeah, for I'll another take it. five, six months. Um, no, um, all serious, that's now. Um, yeah, the, the, the match was, was really good. I mean, Trios, trios matches in Sodom always are really good if the competitors are the right ones. Get aware, even nice Sakurai was in there who's like the weakest link by far. Mm-hmm. Um, to them, I mean, she didn't really do much in this match. The match was fully about Konami and, and Julia just doing <laughs> Konami Julia stuff. They, they yeah, just, she, t- just really- she took the uh. Miyu Amasaki role when she teams with Azumi of get the hell out of the ring and just let them go. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Um, I I think yeah, just let Konami and Julia go. I would love the I I think a red belt match between these two would be awesome. Um, the story is obviously there. The the energy's there. They would have such a good match. Um, you know, I I, I just wrote about this mat their match from uh, mm-hmm. Stardom Dream Queendom because I was just thinking of it going into this match. And well, I don't think you can match what they did that night because that night was just yeah. a very very special occasion. Um, this this I mean, match told, told you you don't need the Hanakamura tributes and the the emotion of the you know Konami and Julia. One's coming back, one's leaving for them to have a amazing match. We saw. Yeah, that, yeah. The, the thing is, the Julia Konami match would be like from Queen and would be totally different than the Red Belt match. I mean, yeah. like the the Queen match was was the the emotional part that really stood out, and I think the Red Belt part could show what amazing mm. chemistry they have each other in the ring yeah. with each other. Yeah. And, well, you've convinced well, me. Now I need it. Yes. <laughs> now I need it. Will I get it? Won't get my hopes up. Uh, but I definitely I definitely hope to see it because it feels like the perfect it feels like the perfect match. The perfect transitional champion if they are again in Hiroshima, which is yes. Konami's hometown, exactly. would be perfect. Yeah, I mean, I'd like her to come back for like a month to build it, but um, if if it was all to have one more match in Hiroshima and and she, I don't, you know, I don't know what Konami plans to do moving forward. No one does. Um, she could just keep coming back. Um, she could not. But if if there comes a time where I don't necessarily, I don't want this, but if there comes a time where she does want to actually just like hang it up, a a t- a title match in her hometown wouldn't be a bad choice for a potential final match. Though she took on a team with Shuri, so it doesn't matter. Uh, she she has her very she has her intention straight. Yes, my phone is ringing everybody, so that means it's time to move on. There, my phone is telling me it's time. Uh, but I was trying to avoid talking about alpha female um, as, as long as I could. But it's time. Um, thankfully, thankfully. <laughs> The greatest of all time happened to bring out the best possible match she out could. Of Magi out Vatana, of Magi Batani, correct. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, that, um, that's disgusting. Um, no, no, Magi Batani is absolutely the greatest of all time because of her performance here. Uh, if anyone was questioning it for the past, you know, two years, I've been saying it. Um, not that I actually, no, I did get questioned a while back, which is the funny part of this, but. She had a better match with Alpha Female than Kyrie did. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, and I think Kyrie's been good since she's come back, but Kyrie's not carrying Alpha Female to a great match. Um, but Mayu Yutani was. Mayu Yutani uh, sold the Alpha Female attack as death, as she does with everything. But, um, it, you know, I will say. I'm not gonna just say this was the. Uh, it's mostly a Mayu Yutani carry job. Don't get me wrong, but Alpha Female did look better in this match than the previous two that she's had. Um, just in her overall movements, but like she does this weird thing where she talks um, yeah. during matches, and I'm like, what? What are we? What are we doing here? Um, she'll be. She'll like. She when she was going for the Dominator, she yells finish, and I was like, what is this Ryback? Like, what is? What are we doing? <laughs> um, 
the, the yeah. best part <laughs> the best part is like she's from germany and sometimes in the middle of the match against Kyrie, she trash talked in german and i was like <laughs> crying because only i understood it yeah yeah i mean it's funny because like the trash talk she had in the Kyrie match was great because she was like you diva go back to wwe and i'm just sitting there thinking like wait a minute you both were in the same tournament you you like this is the same situation here what are you talking about um but yeah this match i mean it definitely it definitely exceeded everyone's expectations but it also reached the mayu ibatani expectations that i had for it so did it really exceed mine not necessarily but i think it was the great final match for Mayu Yutani SWA Undisputed Championship run. I'm so happy that we are moving on from this uh, because she has bigger and better things on the horizon. Um, how do you how do you like the 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 match? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say the match was like outstanding, good. Or no, like no, good, good match. But I think it was like the perfect match to say goodbye, Alpha Female. Hopefully forever. Um, <laughs> I like. I, I don't think anyone would miss her if she's never appearing in Stardom again. Um, yeah. I mean, it is cool for her and her legacy as, as former world champion of, in Stardom to come back and wrestle like Kyrie and Mayu, who two of the wrestlers she faced back then in like 2013. Yeah. But the, the roster doesn't need her, like, like, doesn't need her to stay any longer. And I hope the next guy who comes in is hopefully someone that actually helps the promotion like product-wise. I mean... Yeah, I think... Oh, sorry, I can tell you. Yeah, Alpha Female is a powerhouse and heel powerhouse. I mean, it's, it's not something... I mean, we have seen half that on the roster, like 10 of them. You right. can't just speed up to the small people, and especially my time who comes for everyone. Sure. Um, so he's just, you know... Alpha just was there because likely Rossi wanted to give her one final run, and that's it, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Alpha Female is I understand her role. It has a fit on this roster as, you know, the outsider um, who comes in and, you know, is a heel and kind of overwhelming powerhouse it's a role that makes sense yeah definitely. but she is someone that hasn't wrestled for years on on top level yeah (laughs) right at top level like like she she has wrestled in like jeremy and her own yeah she's wrestling in a company that that pays marty skirl i don't want to i don't want to even yeah yeah i saw the one match i thought i think i saw marty skirl on the card i was like all right that's enough um Which there wasn't some so bad road. I mean, she has her own promotion in Germany. I don't think she has to wrestle for it yet. Um, oh, that's but, interesting. Yeah, that, that's kind of like they have like I don't know how to explain. They have like a stage. It's it's kind of like NWA Power. Maybe I find a picture and can send you it. Oh, jeez, but, but it's actually thing. kind of interesting. It reminds you a bit of more acting than wrestling. Oh, but okay. She hasn't really wrestled there yet. Like, like I mean, her last real match were likely in NXT UK, and that's like three mm, years ago. Yes. Yes. And even uh, there, she only wrestled mostly squashes. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, she's, been, she's pretty much wrestled squashes for like the past like five, six I mean, years. Um, her last her last big match were like in like WXW in like 2016. That's crazy. 
And, That's you know, crazy. for that, that she hasn't wrestled in six years, she looked way better than I expected. Mm, mm-hmm. I need to give her that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, like, like you know, I don't want to be only negative on her. Cause no, no, no. I, I think she that she did yeah. way better than we thought, and I yeah. think that the match against Ever White was was really bad. Well, <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm, I won't. I'm I won't glad, put all blame I'm on glad her it didn't go one. in this direction. I'm really glad it didn't go in this direction. Yeah, yeah. I won't put all the blame on her in that one. Um, with without female, I think you're on, you're definitely on the right track. Is that she does deserve credit. I mean, she could have looked way worse for her active or her recent activity in pro wrestling. She could have, you know, just come in here and stunk up the joint. And yes, I I recognize she had the opponents to help bring her up, but hey, that's okay. Um, that's what you got to do. Um, I talked to multiple people about this. We must all appreciate what Bea Priestley did. Uh, if we did it before, because yes. she she did this role much better. Um, yeah, um, and she was she was she had good matches from time to time. It's just you know you know what it is what it is is that Alpha Female is coming to a roster where we we have seen this roster and what they've been able to do without any outside interaction in terms of you know from other countries. For the past two years, and what they've been able to do is go from wherever they were to the number two promotion in Japan, you know, the most consistent product out there. And when you saw her coming in, you're like, "Ah, is this just is this a start? Like, is this where we're going?" And the answer doesn't seem to be that. No, I don't think this is where we're going. Um, it it kind of does feel like she's done. Like she, you know, she lost. She waved bye to Mayu, and then if that's it, cool. Uh, I know Neo Stardom Army was supposed to be a big thing, but it just doesn't feel like that at all. If um, it, to me, Neo Stardom Army has been the best case scenario of I haven't had to deal with them that much. <laughs> or the best case scenario would be they just just gone after the tag league. Um, yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean, realistically, they're gonna be in a cheers league. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, Which I mean, I, I don't really care if they aren't showcased because let's let's be honest. No, I don't care. Not either. like a show that like really matters to start. No, n- no, no. They, that's the show. That's the show that the roster has a shit ton of fun on, and that's fine. That's fine. Mayu Watani the judo jacket match. <laughs> oh my god, Mayu. Well, yeah, because she's bad at judo, but she fits. Um, I, that match will be a lot of fun. That, see, that's like the thing with Starter Showcase. So if you go into it not thinking seriously, it's going to be fine. It's gonna, you're going to have a good time. If you go into it expecting a normal Stardom show, you're going to probably have a bad time. Um, so this was this was very good. After the match, Mayu Tani relinquishes the SWA Undisputed title, says, I am focused on the IWGP Women's title. That's where my intentions are going. So... <laughs> My my dreams of the SWA title no longer being on being on Mayu Iwatani has succeeded. However, my the second part of my dream was we just retire the title, and that did not happen yet. Okay. So, uh, just get the belt back on Tekla. Like, let's just just put it back on Tekla. Um, yeah, some cool two, matches. Uh, two things. First of all, I, I sent you the stage of of the Alpha Female promotion. Um, you can in, in your oh, DMs. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the second thing is, I think, yeah, the SWA title should be gone, but I think 
like with that, it looks like more and more what already was kind of obvious that the IWGP title is a New Japan title that is getting defended on New Japan shows. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. And I can understand why you still want the SWL belt. I mean, it's it's the SWL belt is now perfect to have, to give it like, I don't know, um, some, some mid-card, give it like, I don't know, um, Hazuki and Hazuki can go to the United States and defend it there against like, yeah. I don't know, whoever they find. Um, that rules. should be the role now of the SWL belt to get defended on, on strong pay-per-views or a strong pay-per-views with strong tapings. Sure. If it's gone now from the pay-per-views and stardom, I don't I don't mind. Um, yeah. I don't think it's it really adds <laughs> something to the product at all. <laughs> to be fair, it was barely on the pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah. Mayu defended the belt three times and said, Alright, I'm done. I don't want I don't want this anymore. Um one of them was against a clown. One of them was against a clown. Uh, that because is an we, alien. Had, we had to get around the rules there. Um, <laughs> I think, I think you know, Stardom is such a interesting promotion because their top two titles are just so high above like a normal two titles a company has that it's like it doesn't feel like they have a mid card title, and the SWA had it not had these rules and it will continue to kind of did fit that role because you could travel with the you could do all these different things it was it was something to give someone who just you know needed a little recognition it was usually international stars like you know the likes of jamie Hayter and so on and so forth but shuri you know she elevated it with the you know she she elevated it to new heights and once shuri gave it up i was like all right well i think we can we had put this title away. I was really hoping that it was unified when she won the title mm. and then she kept it and then she relinquished it. And I was like, all right, so this is just never going away. Um, I like your idea. If they want to have a path to more matches on new Japan strong, this title could be it. Um, I, I really am thinking they give it to Tekla and Tekla is one of the ones. <laughs> to travel. Yeah. Um, I think Tekla is a good person to travel. Um, because obviously she speaks English, so that I'm sure gives her a benefit of the doubt too. Um, and you know she didn't have a real reign with it, so I'd be happy to yeah. see her actually have one. She's been great since she's come back. I didn't really talk about her in that trios match, but uh, she's been awesome. She's been on top of her game. So yeah, that's painless decision making. At the end of the day, I don't really care what happens with that title. It's like you have so many great titles that I this one, if you got rid of it, great. If you want to keep it, fine. And it's not gonna make me lose sleep either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the perfect yeah. I mean, I can't add anything into that. All right, let's get to the final three matches here, which not so shockingly, I thought all killed it. Um Tam Nakano and Natsu Poi Meltier defend against Black Desire, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kid. Um, you know, this was the match I most in, I was most anticipating heading into this show because I think Black Desire has been one of, if not the best tag teams in wrestling this year. I think Meltier, I think Tam and Natsupoi have shown just incredible chemistry since coming together as part of Cosmic Angels. And I had all the confidence in the world that a match featuring Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe would kick ass. And that it did. Um, 
I love tag team wrestling when it's great. Tag team wrestling when it's great, it's awesome. And this match was, in fact, awesome. It, it felt like one of the um, Oedo Tai artist challenges, actually. Had that kind of pace to it. Had that action to it. Um, Natsupoi was terrific in this match. She's terrific in almost all of her matches. But she has become the... You know, she's become the focal point of her matches. Yeah. She has with with Tam. She is becoming like, uh, and tell me if this makes sense to you. As I hope it does, she's becoming a a main character on the Stardom roster. Like yeah. it feels like we are watching her story in real time, and everything she does has meaning to it. Yeah, and. Um- this was just another case of that. Yeah, I'll let you talk about the match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I just think, I mean, the whole story with with Tamnakano, it started like one and a half years ago, I think now. Yeah, with the white belt match, and yeah, like officially they didn't know each other for a very long time. Um, um, it kind of feels like, for me at least, that the whole build up is going to is is ending with Natsupoi getting the spot of, of Tamnakano as the leader of Cosmic Angels mm-hmm. whenever it happens and to be the star that, that maybe Tom never was and winning the red belt. Because mm-hmm. if I look at this like like at this what what happens here with, with Tam like going into the into the mentor role of for Nets Boy instead of like being the top star. Yeah. I'm not so sure she's gonna win the red belt. If she's not winning the red belt from if she's winning the red belt from Judah, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd be. <laughs> but crazy. but after that, I mean, you know, we, we don't know what happens after, and and if if Poi climbs the rankings of of the most popular wrestler in Sarnum, uh, the best wrestler, and also climbs the card in the next few years, I mean, there's nothing what speaks against her being on top of of of, of Cosmic Angels. And I hope yeah. it happens because because Poi is fantastic. I mean, this performance again. She's a great baby face. She always was in, in DDM, which kind of mm. was why she was not really used the best way possible in Cosmic mm-hmm. Angels because and uh, in DDM. Yeah. Because I mean, she 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 fits into them because I mean mm-hmm. she did, but it's, great dynamic. It's not like her strength no. to be like in that kind of situation of a wrestler. No. Rather like she's a. The cute kawaii baby face that gets beaten up and stands up again. That's what you normally expect from a Time Nakano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um I you know the funny thing with Natsupoi is that I've said I've I've tweeted this multiple times, but she is the cosmic angel. Like she is the definition of the idea of what the cosmic angels are. Like just you know, her entrances and her present and there's everything about her screams yes that is that is what a the cosmic angels way is and it's very funny because this is she was the last person added to this group but it just felt so natural the moment she stepped in uh she is tremendous i i think besides starlight kid not to play is probably the person i'm most confident in winning that wonder of stardom title yeah um definitely. In the coming year, 
year and a half, two years, whatever it may be. You know, I'm never going to try to predict how long these title reigns are um, because they just go. They just go yeah, and they go and they go. Yeah. Especially that one of Sonic Champion could hold the belt for like another six months. Yeah, right. That's the crazy part. So I think I think Natsupoi is well on her way. Um, you know, Kid and Momo, I, I do want to give them their credit as I usually do. They were excellent as the heels here. You know, them playing off the super baby faces was really interesting because FWC's obviously baby faces, but like they're, they're not, not be- as much baby faces yeah. as the cosmic games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like when you see Tam and Natsupoi and like that dire need to, you know, get back on top, and these two are just absolutely hammering them down, like when um, Momo and Kid hit the double knees on Natsupoi, I was like, oh, my God. Like, now I'm starting to feel bad, and I, I would be fine if Black Desire won, but it's like, oh, I, I now I kind of think I need Meltier to win, which is great heel work by them. Uh, they hit that uh, pendulum move that is just beautiful where they just absolutely drive uh, Natsupoi into the mat, but Natsupoi came back, she fought back, and she hit that straight jacket German suplex. That's what I call it because it just that's what it is. Um, you know, she really she she likes the idea of uh, slightly kind of not really being like Kento Miyahara with closing the arms and uh, smashing them down. But this this oh my god, my phone's ringing again. We gotta <laughs> we gotta chill out with the phone calls. I'm not answering. I'm busy. Um, but in all seriousness, I mean, I think the, the, the straight jacket German is a perfect move for her. She drilled Starlight Kid into the mat with that as well. Um, hell of a way to win. And she's winning these matches, which, again, plays to that idea. She's the focal point. She is the main character. This is all about her. Tam Nakano's almost just kind of there for the ride and to sing songs. And that's okay. I mean, yeah. I, I really need to do this next year. I need to count how many times Natsupoi cries in a year. <laughs> it's it's, oh, I it's love so it. funny because she was always a, she was kind of emotional in DDM. Like you could yeah, she always that. was. I mean, I mean, it's not the meme. Oh yeah, Natsupoi cries yeah. again. But but yeah, Tam yeah. was always like a step ahead of her. Now Tam uh, Poi cries after every match, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, um, the uh, the unfortunate part of this this what I thought was an excellent match, best match of the night to this point was, of course, we didn't get new challengers because we were in the midst of the Goddess of Stardom Tag League. So uh, yeah, well, yeah. So why would yes. we? But but they do have a pay per view coming up, so it wasn't a crazy thought. But <laughs> you know what? I see the pay per view. They don't need the match. They, no, they'll be they, fine no, without no, no. it. I mean, I mean, they're already booked in a match in, in this Gold Rush ladder match. So yeah. I think I think the artist belts are online as well, but I'm not sure yet. It's not announced officially, but they just yeah, the set it in the, in, in the curriculum hall. Funny enough, yeah. I think I think Stars is in it as well. As well, or is it? I think no. they are. Uh, well, yeah. I thought we were gonna see Mayu Watani ladder match shortly before she wrestles Kerry. But well, yeah, she oh. shall, she well Mayu should have a. Decent sized match. I mean, Kyrie's, you know, we'll get to in a second. She's Maybe, a yeah. little busy. Um, yeah, Gold Rush on the 19th. No, wait, it's Stars. Wait, no. it? Oh, they have tag league matches on there. Yeah, it's Micah Yimek against 7 Up and uh, Black Desire against um, I Love <laughs> Toyo Sports. Great. I know it. <laughs> and then they're going to have that uh, Gold Rush money match, right? 
Is that this yeah? But they show? don't know what the third team is. Is it, is it Star Step? I guess so. I think so. Yeah, it must be. Okay, um, then it's Squad Queen's Quest is a little busy. Oh, Inaba in a ladder match. Holy shit. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Uh, but something to look forward to there. Gold Rush looking fantastic, and we'll 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 enhance that show a little bit as we go on. Uh, let's move on to the semi main event. Sorry, Kamatani versus Mina Shirakawa, a rematch from the Five Star Grand Prix after Mina, what I thought had the match of her life in that tournament against Kamatani. And then she showed up here on the show and had the match of her life. Um, if you like limb work, if you like Bret Hart, uh, um, if you like, if you like old fashioned, you know, Focus on one body part and break it down. This was the match for you. Um, it was it was a great match though. I, I'm not even a like big like limb work guy. Care less um, most of the time I'm, because yeah, I feel like if I watch that half the time, wrestlers forget to sell the move. Um, you know, I think Sia Kamtai took it a little too extreme in selling the move on this show yeah. um, with a finish. I'm just kidding. Um, that, that was a different reason that that was not working. But, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I'm, I'm not the biggest Mina Shirakawa fan around. No, same. I admit uh, that all the time. But she impressed me here. I applaud yeah. her. She's put in the work. Um for me, it's always been not that I didn't think she was going to show up for this match. It's what she does after this match. Uh, because last year, after her title match, which I thought was terrible, um, she kind of just wait, wait. Let, let, let's try. say it. Um, it, it's not terrible because Mina was a bad, a bad wrestler back then. No, she... no, it's because she was the Joker. <laughs> yes. um, and then I, I never want to see that again. Uh, she did that for the Mirai match too in the uh, Cinderella tournament. That was so bad. Um, but this match, you know, Mina, Mina has upped her game in every way. You know, we see her doing training videos all the time and throwing kicks and throwing strikes, and it's it's paid off. It has paid off. She is as good as she's ever been. Um, her overall work and offense is so much more entertaining. Um, you know she's working in there with Sai Kamatani, who's had an incredible year. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and act like this was a one man one woman show uh, because Sai Kamatani was great in this match besides the finish. Um, and the unfortunate part of this match is that's what's gonna be remembered. It's gonna be the finish. I feel like a lot of people are gonna overlook what Mina Shirakawa did. Unfortunately. Yeah, um- the, the thing and is, I don't know what sucks. happened. Uh, like, like seriously, I don't know what happened there. Because, I mean, Saya always struggles a bit with landing the Phoenix Bash. It's not you. I, I mean, she's But not she this bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, she seemed a little tired. She seemed a bit knocked out after the impaling yeah. DDT from top row. But yeah. I can't really say. Maybe it's just, you know, oh, yeah, we're just searching for a solution or, like, a conclusion. Well, why it's got to be something. She doesn't hit it this bad. Especially twice. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, you can't say, okay, she hit it the second time. It was just, oh my God, she, she, knew oh, she, I, yeah. up. she had, you know, but, but the first time, I mean, it was Probably never that, more that bad. Time. Probably hurt more that time. Yeah. I mean, once she missed 
the first time, I was like, oh, please just do the Firebird Splash. Please just do the 450. Please, please, please don't don't try this again. Because you could just kind of tell, and, and, some, and you know, I had some people um, comment to me. It's like, well, you know, you could say you were selling the leg. I was like, yes, but also You're no. not selling it like, like, <laughs> like that. That's not what was happening here. Like, she was not trying to kill poor Mina. Um, yeah. And you could tell she felt awful after it, which, you know, it's always an unfortunate oh, situation. Yeah. Um, she didn't mean to hurt Mina. No, um, no. She, she looked uh, she looked really sad after, like, like yeah. emotionally. I mean, she instantly yeah. cried. Um, yeah, she was drained. You know, it, was... it wasn't on purpose. And, like, to say, um, like, like maybe maybe they just should, shouldn't use the, the Phoenix Flash that often. I mean, she doesn't use it often. Like, she uses it, like, ten times a year. Like, at every title yeah. defense, she, when she uses it. Um, yeah, but it only needs to go wrong one time, and you know what? Ha- like we saw what yeah. happened. I mean, Mina lost clearly lost some teeth. I mean, I'm not oh, yeah. sure if her jaw is broken or not. It's... I don't think so, considering they they just sat her in front of a camera and let her yeah. talk um, yeah. backstage. So I think she's like like fine. I guess she will be out for. Some she's time. probably gonna miss some time. Yeah, um, definitely. She, which should. Sucks. she should. Which obviously sucks because she's on the run of her career. But, you know, it it has to happen. Uh, she, she was a trooper through it all. Um, you know, she talked after. She did a backstage promo after. Um, it, it It's just the blemish on what I thought was a great, great match. Um, it, it does... It, it's hard to not. It's hard to look at the match and not think of that finish, obviously, but it also doesn't take away from the work that these two did um, um, at yeah, all. I, I would, yeah, I would go even further that that finish um, overshadowed the whole pay per view. Um, like everyone on my timeline is either talking about, oh my god, the the, the yeah. next red belt match, or what happened there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, that's what happens. I. That what just happened when something like that happens, yeah. and yeah. you know it's 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 sad considering Mina's performance was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saya had a great great performance as well till the finish. Yeah. Nobody did like any mistake, or it looked like oh my god, it might you know be yeah. might have a bad day or something. Right. Um, right. it was just a fuck up finish, and yep. I hope if 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 um. I hope that that Mina isn't out for too long, and if Sai holds the belt in like nine, like whatever, that Mina gets another chance where she can make things right. Mm-hmm. Not saying she should win the belt, but you know, right. having a a match with 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 a finish that is worth the match. Yeah, it's just it's one of those um, tough situations. You can't you can't predict it. I mean, Sai has hit the Phoenix Flash nearly perfect all year long. Yeah, um, the, the only thing was against Inagi, I think, where she just right, hit her right, with right. her knees in the in the stomach. Yeah, so that was not tough. Maybe she just doesn't like the Cosmic Angels. Maybe that's <laughs> um, except for Tam, she, she likes Tam. Yeah, because she's wrestled her three different times um, for the title, so she got she figured it out by the end. Uh, it, but like yeah, like we said, tough situation. Great match, great performance by Mia Shirakawa. I thought it was the best showing of her career um, after the match. Saya Kamatani officially nominated Kyrie as her next challenge, and that w- n- there's no official 
like announcement yet, but it looks like it will be happening yeah. uh-huh. on November nineteenth at Gold Rush. Yeah, C- Carrie mentioned the nineteenth in her tweet. Yeah, um, I think I, I think guess... the Stardom account tweeted it too. The uh, oh, did it? Okay, Japanese yeah, I, one. I, I, I did end up. They did end up tweeting that, which I didn't see originally because I don't really look. I just kind of watch the show. Um, and I didn't notice that if Kamatani said the 19th or Gold Rush no. or anything. So it was like, all right, well. And, and I, I did check the English Twitter and, like, they didn't say anything. So I just kind of expected no. that it was. Because um, they did say it for the Utami challenge later like that that was happening on the 19th so yeah because because it's set to date right like yeah so again Um, not a big deal i'm excited we're getting the match that we were supposed to have two months ago and or three months ago now um of course Kyrie couldn't do it because she got covid uh we're we have the set for eddie onosaka arena um i couldn't be more excited a big venue actually um, yeah, yeah, big venue, big spot. Night before historic crossover, so Kyrie going back to back in major, massive matches um, with Saya Kamatani and Mayu Yutani the following night. But man, oh man, what a weekend that's looking to be! We'll talk about that in one second. Let's get to the main event first, and then we'll talk a little bit about that Gold Rush show. The main event was. Shuri defending the World of Stardom Championship against Micah. And I know you're going to have a lot to say. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk first, and I'm just going to let you have the floor. Um, it's, you know, it's so interesting watching Micah in these matches because she, more than anyone, is trusted for these main events, right? She had two World of Stardom title matches last year. One wasn't live, but it was at Cork and Hall on the anniversary show. Yeah, and back, the other back then, but the Cork and Hall was a big show for Stardom. Right, exactly. And the other, of course, was after the five star she faced Tommy. Tommy's final uh, challenge before she dropped it to Shuri. Same thing this year. Not two world title matches, but a wonder and a world. A wonder match that's probably my second or third favorite of Saya's reign because I thought it was tremendous stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is probably just the TAM defense from my yeah, memory. Likely, not, that it, not that it matters. That's not really the big deal here. But, you know, trusted the main event with the Wonder Star title on the line. Uh, trusted, of course, here against Shuri. Um, and I, I thought the Wonder match was better than this one because the Wonder match, I actually thought she might win. Um, I at least had a little belief. You know, this match, yeah, um, unfortunately, you don't have that investment. Well, yeah, you do. You do. But, <laughs> like, as a as a fan just watching, you're like, oh, the only problem with this match is that I know she's not winning. Otherwise... <laughs> Fantastic stuff, as always, from Micah and Shuri. They can wrestle a great match in their sleep. Uh, I thought Micah being presented as someone that can really bring it to Shuri. You know, Shuri was struggling at times in this match. I thought that was great for Micah, even though even the fact that she's losing here, it's okay because she felt she felt like not only and and I say Shuri level as in Shuri is at a higher level 
than everyone on this roster right now, right? She's untouchable. She can't lose. Oh, yeah. It felt like that. And that all came from when she hit the uh, Michinoku driver number two out of nowhere, which was awesome. Um, I leaped out of my chair for that. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, of course, you know, that was just pretty much her getting back into the match. But from there on out, she was in control. You know, she hit her big suplex from the top. And, you know, in the, in the end, of course, she lost. She wasn't hit, able to hit the spinning Michinoku driver number two, which is, of course, her new finish. Um, we've we've moved on from the regular one being her main finish now, which, you know, is weird. But. That's what this comp. This that's what a lot of these wrestlers do. They 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 yeah. better their current finish, um, one way or the other. Uh, but she, you know, absolutely drove Shuri twice in this match with that move. She was excellent. Shuri was excellent. It was a world title match worthy of the main event. Another world title match worthy of Shuri's reign. Michael should be proud. Michael will have her day. Michael's ready. All right, Paps, I'll let you go now. Okay, um, first of all, I was really so broke after my match, after, like after this one. Um, the side one is number one because I thought she had more for 5% of winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it was for the normal minutes, and I suppose obviously she's not winning. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of frustrates me at this point. Mm. Um, not like, you know, I know. I know as much as nearly everyone, she's going to get the moment. Um, if she's not winning the white or red belt, then what are we doing here? Because um, she, she walks out there, she, she just looks like a star, she carries herself like a star, and she's on the level of most of their stars. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, she's likely one of the best white belt matches this year. I mean, personally, that the red belt match of, of the red belt match right now against Shiri was one of the best red belt matches this year. I mean, and that's like on B pay-per-view defenses. If she's yeah. getting the title matches that, that like Sayaka Mitani has or Mutami or like Starlight Kid or whoever, or like Mirai, I'm pretty sure she's her, the match quality will at least be as good or better as all of them. And that's just, you know, it's just I don't know why they're waiting that much. Um, yeah. The, the the moment will happen. I don't think it's it's next year, <laughs> but I just no. hope that I get the feel moment soon. Yes, yes. I'm just just you know <laughs> at the end. It, oh. Yeah, it feels like she's not at the back of the line. I'll say that. No, she, she's think... not. She, she she feels like she's okay. We we have you here. Um, yeah. we just need to pull the trigger and you win the belt. She's like, right. I, I would say she's definitely above Hazuki in a card easily. Um, yeah, she she's right now. She's, I think she's she gets more between, title matches between her, Mirai, far. between Mirai and Stunner Kid, which is really high from a roster standpoint. Yeah, I mean, besides the top top people, she's like you know, yeah, maybe the it, top upper mid Carter. Yeah, it, Kid is the main event at this point. For for Micah, the interesting game here is which title is she going to win. Because all of them, because <laughs> the wait seems longer on the wonder in my eyes yeah. than the world right now. Because after Julia, it really does open up many possibilities as to who could beat Julia for that title. And 
on the wonder, it's like, all right, we got Starlight Kid, we got Natsupoi, we got Hazuki, we got, you know, Kyrie, we got we got this long list here where I could just name all these people. And the way Micah wrestles, it feels like she's a world champion. Um, <laughs> not that being wonder is a bad thing. I love the wonder championship. I think it I think the the best part of stardom is some is sometimes that wonder title it, it goes back and forth for me depends on the matches of course but they both they both are very different things and for me micah is a even better world champion epic type match wrestler than the emotional side but then i say that side come with tommy match and it's like oh well I mean, she could win that one too, um, and that's coming from someone who I I have openly admitted I've awaited the Micah like full on like, and this isn't for her world title matches because she's a great main event wrestler. I was waiting for that wonder side to come out of her right a little more because she has so much personality. She just doesn't always show it in or didn't. She didn't always show it, and now she does. Now she does. Now I know what she's thinking. Now I know what she's, um, where she's going. And and, and you felt that in her, this match. You felt that in her Saya match. You feel that in all her matches. Now she's she's reached a new, whole new level this year. Where we're just sitting here and it's like, all right, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. For her, uh, yeah. Otherwise, and, it would be yeah. Uh-huh. And. And the only reason she suffers because this roster is so loaded. Um, but I'm happy to see her get these matches. I'm hopeful that her and Himeka can at least get a tag title reign, like a real one, eventually, because they've earned that. I mean, those yeah. two, you look at them, they've put in the work to better themselves and improve themselves as wrestlers. I think Mike is the better of the two, but... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, easily. Um, but my had a great month, like I just said. Like, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. all about raising yeah. stock, and they raised they both have raised their stock this year to be like, Yeah, I mean, if you want to go with them, I think Micah, like you said, is that top mid carter who can challenge at any time for one of the top two titles. Um, but she feels like a main event talent, um, anytime she's out yeah. there, she's, she's not out of place. Um, her and Shuri kicked ass as they always do. Never did I expect otherwise. Um, you know, this match, I, I thought the final three matches were excellent. Um, this was probably my favorite match of the night. I I also have to remind everyone I was, you know, very tired by the time this match finally started, but it was tremendous stuff. Uh, bravo to Shuri, bravo to Micah. Uh, Micah will have her moment. Um, maybe she just needs to challenge for the title outside of, uh, um, I don't know. I'm just trying. She's not, she's not Jungle <laughs> Kiona, okay? I'm going to no, say she's, she's not going to be Jungle Kiona. She already had better matches um, than Jungle Kiona. All yeah. right, I said that. There you go. Yeah, there is like, I can't say a lot about this match. Um, what I noticed is Micah is, is one of the s- smartest wrestlers I've seen in Stardom, or like in the world right now, if it's about her moveset. Um, I don't know if she if you notice it, but uh, she did the, the the pump handle spin out power bomb thing in the Sai Kamitani match, right? Yes. She never did it since. <laughs> yep. And she added here two new moves to her move set, and she never did it. Likely will never do it again. Um, is Micah crazy. is really protective about her moves. 
And my sure. feeling is that she kind of wants to try out new things and only hits her really moves in her in her big title matches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And which is why Micah maybe never stands out like in, in those in those in those two show matches or so because she doesn't do her like her go doesn't go her full potential. She shows like yeah okay have lariats I can do power slams, and she oh, I can do a fall away slam while I'm standing up. But if you want to see my big moves and my what I can do in the ring, watch my title matches, and that's something that makes her for me way more interesting than it looks like for for other people maybe because some people don't really see it but but i mean the, the once again we have a big title match she didn't hit her hit her super finisher because she was like no i'm protecting that right as and, she should as, yeah, as she should and that's like you know maybe in the next title match she busts out another move that we have never mm -hmm. seen before and we'll never see again after <laughs> right exactly um yeah, I mean, I think the best of this roster do that. They they have they have moves that they can bust out at any moment, um, yeah. but they don't always lean on them. They lean um, on assortment, and when and when the big match comes, it just completely enhances it by a lot. The, 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 the pro like one of the examples that I had in my head instantly was Mia Masha with her German suplex that she only hits in her title matches, for mm. example. Mm -hmm. And, That's a good one. Um, like, like you know, it just makes you okay. You need to watch the, the title matches. You need to tune into the title match to see the full potential and what a wrestler fully can do in the ring. That right. was just just is, is is something I think maybe people overlook if you don't point that because it's not really obvious. Yeah, it's, it's something small details like that. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the match itself. I mean, um. I was kind of worried after the five star match and and um and the work on the tier show because it was good. Um but it wasn't something you would like expect from the, right. this year. I mean their the last yeah. year's five star they match was way it. better than this year and it was like okay, maybe it's the chemistry in like in like those big, big title like like big, big main event style matches isn't as yeah. good as you would, yeah. might expect, but they totally killed it um, yeah they they saved themselves for the world title match that's what they did they, yeah. they didn't want to give anything away which always and, fine by me jesus christ i mean how many shoot butts had did we have in this match like two or three <laughs> yeah and i mean they Mike did, hit they one did and that then thing hit, that... hit the michinoku driver which is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay and um, then then the back one did, did yeah the back one that shuri did uh, before she hit, uh, the, yeah. before before she, added, before she uh, went home, uh, yeah, that one was great. Yeah, um, so we at least had two of them. Like, like they yeah. really brutal, and yeah. they have they did. I mean, they know each other for such a long time. I'm sure they trained each other during DDM times. And yeah, I'm sure Mike credits a lot of her improvement to Cherry. Yeah, pretty. Um, I mean, pretty sure. Um, you just feel that in a lot of uh, ways. Their relationship's wonderful. Um, you know, them embracing after the match was awesome. Uh, you, you like when they, you, you know, you gotta like when they have those moments. Uh, but yeah, Micah killed it once again in the main event spot. Shuri, you know, well, 
I don't need to say more about Shuri. I say yeah, something yeah, about Shuri yeah, every yeah, time we, she has We talked about Micah now for 20 minutes. I mean, for Shuri, you don't need to say much. It's, no. it's the level you expect from her. Yeah, I was going to say, I've been saying it for a year and a half now. You don't need to hear me <laughs> praise Shuri anymore. Um, because, because, of course, after this match, we went down the road that I expected. Um, if Shuri was going to have one more title match before Stardom Dream Queendom, there was only one person that made sense. Yep. Um, and of course, that person is Utami Hayashida. Uh, Utami walks down to the ring. I think everyone kind of exploded in excitement um, because, you know, you, you get Saya and Kyrie the match before this. And then you get Utami and Shuri one more time. Um, just the, the these two don't have to say a word. They don't have to do anything. And you just feel that energy that we have felt for the past two years now. Um, and they are going to write one more chapter. Uh, I think it's, you know, I saw some people say, why are, why are you just doing this? I was like, well, folks, why you're doing this is one, Utami beat Shuri finally, um, in the five-star Grand Prix. So there's number one claim. Number two is that Shuri's going to be losing this title very soon. So there's not going to be really any big reasons to run this back for a long while. And three, why the hell not? I'll take I like what stardom does really well that other companies I don't think do is that they don't give away big matches as much, but if they do, it's usually rematches, right? They are going back to this rematch one more time on a big show where, you know, I don't think it's I, I think it's harmless. I think it's a yeah. very harmless thing to do. It's exciting. It is set for November 19th at Gold Rush. Um, you know, you, you're not gonna get a better one-two punch than that and, we're getting at that show. And obviously the stakes are way higher than just the red belt. I mean, Shui is now nine defenses. If yep. she defends against against Itami, she's the first. This only yeah the first one since Irishirai and only the second rest ever to have ten defenses with red belt, which is yeah. a big thing. I mean they, they yeah. pretty much told the, the the whole story back then with Shuri with Itami mm-hmm. at Queen and like oh yeah if, if Itami wins she's the first one since Iris, uh, since Irishirai yeah. to which to have the ten defenses and now Shuri can do it. And now Itami's maybe the roadblock that exactly. she, uh, it's the roadblock she needs to overcome. Oh it's and, perfect story for it. and perfect and, um alex um, made the comparison a lot and um, shuri is is the is the Io Shirai of current startup uh, she's so dominant of since she debuted there I mean, yeah that's the only comparison we can make for shuri in you know, i mean we, we had like like last right. i think she lost like eight nine singles matches and only yeah. like 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 a few Half of them were like either like um Cinderella match or like a quick roll up by Saki Kashimi or Kugima. Yeah, I did the stats for that um a few months ago, and it's like the most insane, insane record. Um, the five star did bulk it up a little bit because she lost four times, but before that, it was like she was untouchable. Um, she still is, she still is untouchable, but. She did have some slip-ups in there. Uh, what, what we are excited for here is, of course, Gold Rush now has the biggest one-two 
punch of the year. And then the next night, of course, is the IWGP Women's Title uh, Finals at Historic Crossover. And I did make the joke that it's like, oh, Rossi Ugawa says, yeah, I'm going to beat that New Japan show. He just forgot that he's part of that New Japan show the next day. Uh, so he has to book two great matches next uh, now. And I think it's easy to be excited just about where Stardom's going and what they're doing in these final two months. They don't take their foot off the gas pedal. They don't have that in them because they know the momentum they have. They know the streak they're on. They know what they're doing. And now we have a chance that not only could we see a new champion at Gold Rush, but we have a chance to see, I'm going to say it, three match of the year contenders within a two-day span. Plus, 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 for the wrestling fans out there, AW Full Gear is also in the in between those two events. So if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to be living in two weeks. And that's also the best part of all this. We don't have to wait that long. It's in two weeks, Peps. We're living. <laughs> we are living our best uh, lives. Yeah, that, that's that's the mo- that's the best part about it. Um, yeah. Like two weeks we have some of and also what I just noticed is um, that there's like a lot more. I think I think Sendai has the Kurikan Hall show yep. on the twentieth. On the twentieth, yeah. It's live too. Yeah. The main event in Agi Sayaka. Um and X. whatever is with right now with Axe against you and Hajimoto. Um yeah. I mean, this is gonna be also an interesting match. Yeah. Uh, I hope that show since, is since... before it should be yeah, yeah. I'm it's guessing like, it's before it's, crossover. No, it's likely going hat to hat with with when does um, crossover AW. start? It, it's oh. likely going had to add for AW. Uh, oh, that's like not what I like to hear. AW. They normally start like you know. I only know my time like four thirty my time, which yeah. should be like like I don't know nine nine thirty your time, something like that. Yeah, um, at AW <laughs> AW starts at eight o'clock here, and then feels like it never ends. AK it ends usually around midnight. Um, yeah. plus the pre-show buy-in. It's going to be a long show. It's going to be a long two days. Uh, by the way, historic crossover for anyone that cares starts at 4 a.m. Eastern here in the uh, U.S. So there's that Jesus. little uh, thing um, for you. Uh, lots of wrestling. That'll be good, though. I'll get to get a nap in um, before I watch that because I'm going to be exhausted that weekend. I already, I've already said to some people, that, you know, that might just be the weekend that it's over for me. I just die. It's a lot of wrestling, a lot of coverage, but it's a lot of fun. Um, all right. I, I'm doing a new thing here. I'm doing a new thing here. If you had to rate this pay-per-view on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Oh, Jesus. Um, I, I'm really strict with with with. with I know. Um, you can just do um. You can just do uh, full. You don't have to do decimals, right? <laughs> um. I I, I think a seven uh, seven point yeah. five yeah. would be fine. Yeah, seven seven point five. Mm. Like like, I not agree. show of the year contender because because for that the match quality was good. But not like yeah. you, you didn't didn't have like year multiple contender. outstanding matches that you yeah. really have. But it was a really good show, I would say. Um, I think I think the the last three matches were easily the best. Um, the main event likely was the best, considering it didn't have 
botch finish or something that overshadowed the whole match. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I thought the last three matches of the night, plus the Tommy Natsuko match, were that level of quality that you look for. Um, I think the trios match was great. I think Yuna and Hameka also kicked ass. It was a great show. I think seven was where I was going to go to um, because I think you perfectly said it didn't have, it wasn't, it was definitely one of the better overall cards, but um, it didn't have multiple next level matches, which is not a, shot at them they still freaking killed it as they always do um but yeah that was the show lots of fun here's she goddess festival if you want to check that out you can still buy it on pay-per-view if not you can of course wait for it to be up on stardom world or i'm sure there's a link out there somewhere that people have um yeah so this was a lot of fun peps where can the people find you what should they be looking out for and all that good stuff I know what they um, should be looking out for, but you know I'm gonna let you say. It. Yeah, um, at Peps Pro Wrestling, uh, at Peps Wrestling on Twitter, I write for Wrestlepurist. I hope that I can release an interview with uh, Joshi Wrestler today. If not, it should come out tomorrow <laughs> or whenever. Um, well, you can say who it is. Hopefully, it's out by the time this comes out. This won't be out till probably. Yeah, later, it, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I already, I already said you it. already tweeted it out. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's Takumi Roha from Marvelous, um, which mm. also from uh, some fans should know since she was their last year in the five star, had the great Utami title defense in the Sakaju Hall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she she talks about a lot of stuff about Marvelous, her dream match against the TJPW wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's and an more. bit from there. Yeah, lots of uh, lots to like there. Um, so everyone keep an eye out for that. The Takumi Aroha uh, interview. I'm very excited to read it. I know a lot of others will be too. Um, and of course, check out the rest of Pep's work. It is great. Um, all right, Pep's. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking about Micah with me. Talk <laughs> about this pay-per-view. I look forward to having you back. But... To everyone that has listened, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. What the hell is next week? I have no idea what um, I'm going to talk about next week. Um, there is there is two. Oh, they have two shows this weekend. Uh, yeah, Starmus, they have two shows this weekend. I, I think Wave has a Curricut Hall show. Who has a Curricut uh, Hall show? Wave? Wave has a Curricut yep, Hall show with, okay. with the Sheeta title more match. Stuff. I think as long as I can see it by then. Ice Ribbon has the, um, yeah, the, yeah, Super the Princess, Princess Party, party show. With yep. Anu versus Ishikawa. Yep, so um, there's plenty to talk about. Won't be, uh, for once in a while, won't be stardom heavy, thankfully, which, you know, I can and never... And the Tokyo uh, with, with Unagi. Oh, yeah. Well, I will not get my hopes up that I see that on time. Yeah. But <laughs> that's the problem with all these things. It's like, oh, yeah, and then I'm like, will I see it, though? That is... Yeah, it's especially with, with Unagi. I mean, Unagi is... Right now, one of the most interesting Joshi wrestlers to follow because she can appear everywhere. It just fits into your gimmick. Yeah, she's but, red hot. Um, it, she, it would it would be cool if you can see her matches like like yeah. after instantly after it happens. Not. I saw her match with um, Ihozan from Marvelous. That was actually yeah. really good. Uh, and and sure. Diana matches also online with with. So, yeah, well, she's wrestling at Shinobu Kandori, um, which is just insanity to think about. But yeah, this was great. Peps, thank you for coming on. 
And everyone, have a good rest of your week. So we'll be back next week with reviews and all those good things. Um, and, you know, until then, so long.